right, here we are. The 2020 NBA draft is upon us. And uh, I have Tyler James here. Follow him. You can find him on the social medias at Tyler James NBA. And with myself, uh, Justin Rob Doyle, at Justin Rob Doyle, if you want to find us there too. Uh, but we're here. We're, we this kind of it was an impromptu uh, little little thing we're doing here. But it's a 2020 NBA mock draft, just the lottery, because we'd be here all night getting into the weird deep picks. But I'm happy to have you on here. I, I, obviously, I'm glad we're doing this. This is going to be a lot of fun. But uh, how are you feeling, man? The, the the NBA draft is coming up, and it's gonna. I think it's gonna be weird. Yeah, and to go off what you said, super last minute. I mean, I think this is as last minute as we can get. Yeah. Which, so if our picks get a little shaky, people can't judge. Um, no, I, I, I'm excited. Every draft is easily my favorite time of the year. However, it being in November this year throws everything off. Not having March Madness throws everything off. Yeah. Not really getting these guys in, working out. Um, doing what I do every year, though, just trying to scour the mock drafts and figure out the best, uh, you know, the best type of picks. But it, it's really a lot like 2013 where number one's kind of unpredictable. And, you know, it's 2020, so we can't, if we don't get any of them right, I'm really not worried about it. Yeah, that. it's about par for the course. Yeah, but a friend of mine who doesn't really watch the NBA was like, all right, man, who's the Zion this year in 2020? And I was like, bro, there's not a Zion. Not even close. There's no, there's I don't no think, John. No, there's no John. There's not even a John. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting. And like you said, without the tournament this year, it, it really thrown me off because I, I don't watch a whole lot of college basketball. And granted, there really wasn't a lot to watch this season anyway. It kind of just fizzled out, obviously, with, with the covid and there's no, there was no tournament, so you don't get those like big stakes games where like players rise up and they're, you know, they're, they fall. Like f- there's probably players that you'll be able to get late yeah. that you don't know. They, they, there's going to be a lot of lottery tickets late. So teams that have multiple first round picks, unless you're the Boston Celtics because they're trying to compete, uh, are probably going to do very well at just taking some dart throws later. But it is hard to it, 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 just judge and try to figure out what you're going to get in this draft alone. So what we're going to do is we're going to alternate picks. I'm going to start off uh, at number one with the Minnesota Timberwolves, and then you're going to take over two. Uh, I'll do odds. You do evens. And we're just going to kind of do our best to, we, we had a conversation about this before is like, are we, are we going to try to draft based off of what we think they're going to do or what we think they should do? Uh, I think it's best to kind of do a little bit of both, but I'm going to probably lean a little more towards what I think they should do. Uh, personally, because I'd prefer to be right five years down the road than I would be to be right, you know, the next night, the next day after the draft. Uh, I think it is going to be better to look back on a mock draft and say, yeah, we we nailed it or we really sucked. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I should have gone there. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. And I, you know, I might make a little like comment who I think they will pick. Yeah. uh, And I think, I think the best idea is we'll go with who they should pick because like we said it's really unpredictable this year so we might as well just swing for the fences which makes this first pick very interesting and uh and tough for me because the Timberwolves <laughs> are a team that I, I for the past few years I'd be like man they're they're young they're, they're they they want to build you know they want to build something up but at this point you know Carl Anthony Towns you got to do something you got to win I don't know that honestly a lot of these teams at the top like the top 2 there's a few teams in the top five that I would say, listen, trade out, try to get something to actually compete this season. Not that these players aren't going to be good, but they're like they're unknown commodities. So that being said, it, assuming there's no trades, I just think they swing for the fences and try to get somebody who can be a game changer, even though I'm not sure how he fits with the team. He probably could do well. I'm just going to say I'm picking Anthony Edwards out the, out the gate. And I feel like he 
kind of led the way for the majority of, uh, of the season. People were saying he's probably going to be the top pick. And it, a lot has changed. But And at the end of the day, I don't know. It's all we've really known. Like, I mean, we haven't really seen a lot of workouts. We haven't heard things from people who have, have done workouts. Teams have done workouts. But I think Anthony Edwards can f- play alongside. Uh, who, oh, why, why did I just forget his name? Are you kidding me? Uh, D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Jesus, D'Angelo Russell. But I think what they're building there with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns, I think Anthony Edwards, if he can come in, and I, it's sad to say, just because he's going to be in a Timberwolves jersey, I hope he's not Andrew Wiggins. But if he can come in right away and like be at at worst Andrew Wiggins in, in you know late throughout the season, kind of progress to that point, I think he can help them make a playoff push because that's what they're doing. They're trying to knock on the door and and break through and make the playoffs. They want to make some waves there. Yeah. I like that pick. And if I had number one, that's who I'd go to. Uh, LaMelo has a little bit too many question marks for me. Uh, I like the Wiggins comment, but you know what I see in Edwards? I see a little bit more fire. I see a little bit more fire. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That, he's definitely, the dude's thick. He's humongous. I've watched his highlights. He's, he's a beast. And, and his, like you said, his athleticism and his size is going to do a lot. And I think just him running at full speed is going to be a breath of fresh air for the Timberwolves. You know what I mean? For, that they've, they've yeah. been through, you know, they want They want somebody that's going to put, like you said, a fire under somebody. And at the very least for number one pick in the draft, he's coming in, he's going to try to do something. And hopefully he can contribute quickly because they yeah. want somebody contributing quickly. Yeah. And I also like the fit. I think D'Angelo wants the ball in his hands. And I think that's a big factor with the LaMelo thing. Yeah. I'm sure. LaMelo can fit, but D'Angelo wants in, hand, in his hands and um, I like the Edwards fit. I really do. So, yeah, it's a good first pick. That's probably where I would have gone. Uh, second overall, obviously, we got um, Warriors. And you mentioned uh, all these teams have probably been looking to trade out. It's a rare year where most of these teams, at least, I bet all of them have taken the call. No one is set and stay in these top five, yeah. top eight, top ten even. Uh, the Warriors are a tough one. Uh, I, I don't like the Lamella ball fit. Some people are saying, oh, play Steph off ball, mm. play, play Clay off ball, and that's a dream scenario with Lamella passing to him. Um, no, I, I really don't. I, I don't think it's a dream scenario. Their obvious need is the big man. Um, I think Onyeka could get a couple looks here, but I think you got to go Wiseman. He is arguably the best big man in the draft, and he's just the best fit right now. Um, Sure, they're going to consider LaMelo. If Edwards is there, they'll consider him. I don't really like the Edwards fit either. So uh, I'm definitely going Wiseman here just because of the fit. But I would not be surprised if they trade it. If any team's going to trade their pick, uh, it would be the Warriors because they've got this short window with Curry and Clay. Well, arguably short window. Yeah. Curry could probably always 45. Who knows? Right. But they've got this kind of a shorter window with Draymond there. Uh, to really try to win now. So if there is an opportunity for a player, I don't know any player that's on the market right now, to grab to grab someone, uh, they would be the ones to trade it. But right now, there's no really rumors going around. So I think you got to go James Wiseman. Right. Obviously, Harden's available, but that's, uh, oh, God, man, I don't know how that would work. That would be a... Uh, uh, work in New Jersey, I don't know. I'd rather work, see it work in Golden State, to be honest with you. But <laughs> Well, yeah, for sure. I agree with you there. But yeah, no, Wiseman, that's, that's where I would have went with him, too. So I think, you know, the top two picks, I think we're right in the same place there. Uh, I think, if, like you said, if, if they probably should trade it to try to do something. If they don't, though, I think Wiseman is really the only hole that they have, I mean, in their roster, that if he can progress to the point where he can be spot start, you know, and do just do a role of, of rebounding, you know, protect the rim, and he can do more than that, and he will do more than that, but at the very least, he can come and do that day one. I think that's a good pick uh, alongside of Draymond, too, which, like you said, 
the future with Draymond is going to be a little weird. I'm not sure he's going to be there long term. I think it's Clay and Steph till they die in 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 Golden State. Um, so having a big man at least on the up and up would be a good way to kind of like let Draymond go. Right. And the and the only other reason that Wiseman does make a little bit of sense, you know, a lot of times you draft a big man, he's got to grow into his body. He's got to, you know, he'll project to be bigger. Dwight came in a little skinnier, got right. bigger. Wiseman's kind of there already. So I don't know if he'll start for them day one. That'll that'll be dependent on who we get for free agency, but he'll contribute day one. He has that NBA body right now. Right. Awesome. I agree with that. Uh, okay, so Charlotte Hornets, a lot of weird rumors going on with them trying to yeah. trying to swing for the fences. I don't know what fence they're swinging for. Uh, if, if they were going to go for uh, Russell Westbrook, if that was going to be a thing or not, I don't know. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, something crazy could have already happened. But let's assume that doesn't happen. Uh, you picked Wiseman already. I do think the Hornets go big. Uh, I, I think they need a big. It's it's. I mean, if you look at their squad right now, they what do they got? Zeller, uh, Bismack's gone. Not that he was really much anyway. He he kind of played a role there, but Zeller's not going to cut it. And I think you need a big to kind of run alongside PJ Washington, who I think in this day and age is a is a He's not, if you look at his size, he's not a big, but he's a great four. And if you can find somebody who can play the role of five uh, defense rebound, uh, I'm taking a Kongwu. Uh, is it Anyeka Akonwu? Is that Akonwu? I think that's how you say it. I practiced Anyeka that in a mirror many times, and I was like, I don't want to blow this. But uh, but I think him to the Hornets is a great, I love this guy. And if I had the pick of anybody in this draft, I think I, I would want him on my team. Uh, I, I think he's, he's, he's just his motor. I think he's got the most potential to be a game changer, not both on both sides of the ball. I think he could come along offensively enough to make an impact down the line. But day one, you're getting a guy who wants to win and is going to fight. I, I don't know. I just I love big men like that, and I think he is a is a perfect fit for the Hornets. And I don't expect them to make this pick, but I I would think that they would. I would hope they would. I. I would not be surprised at all. Uh, I am doing a mock draft right now on the side and I'm stuck right here because I, I, I truly believe they can look at him. Uh, is it a lazy comparison because of Bam, Bam, Bam Adebayo coming back? It's so, so easy. In the finals? Is it, is it too easy? I mean, and they played each other in high school. Like I watched, I've seen highlights of that. It's, it's a really easy comparison, but wherever you look, that's the comparison and Bam's the next big guy everybody wants. So it's a little lazy. I get that. Right. But I mean, there are, there isn't some truth to it. Uh, he doesn't have the handle that Bam has or Bam's developed, uh, right. but um, I would not be surprised because especially if they get in this Westbrook sweepstakes, um, why go Lamella Ball if you're gonna be in a Westbrook sweepstakes and you're really like you know you're really going for it? So yeah. Why I, go for Lamella Ball when you have Terry Rozier? He's the like the, the, maybe top three guard in the game. Am I right? No. Hey, I'm... that's my old. That, <laughs> hey, I'm, a, I'm a Celtics fan, so you right. know he did some good things for us. Uh, is he the long term long term point guard? No. Is he a good point guard right now? Yeah, I I do think so. So I think they're gonna have a lot of decisions to make, especially if it's gonna go Edwards Wiseman one too. So I like the pick, uh, but this is where you know. Actually, it's going to start going crazy from pick one, but this is where right. it could really get crazy. It's going to yeah, it's going to get real weird, especially towards we get like once we get like past five, that five to like to the end, basically, it's just going to get is going to be very. It could be all over the map, but uh, I I think a Kongwu would be perfect for the Hornets, and uh, and I'm sticking with that one. And what a rise by him for sure. So congrats to him if he does go that high. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this this is where it gets a little crazy for me because you know I'm going to be looking down once in a while, looking at my notes. Here. Yeah. Uh, I would have because a lot of wherever we're hearing, we're hearing. 
no matter what, in one way, shape, or form, even if there's trades or whatever, we're going to hear Ball, Wiseman, Edwards, those top three are going to go. And I just don't think that's the, I don't think that's the case. I, it's not guaranteed right now. So, uh, Bulls at the four, uh, I might have had Advia, uh, if they say that, if you would have gone LaMelo, but I think they'd be happy with LaMelo here. Uh, I'm going to do, I want to do a mock draft, a regular one, then I want to do one called the ball fall. Like oh, yeah. Falling. And I think, I think that would be an interesting mock draft just because you ask ESPN, half the analysts, he's the number one pick. You ask a lot of really other good analysts, he's not even, you know, he could go right. to the top eight at the most. He's scary, so, man. I don't know. He is. And, and, and I'll get into him a little bit. Um, obviously, we've seen him grow up in front of the camera. It's the defense that worries me. It's the it's the drive. It's that tenacity. When I get if I want a top four pick, I want to I want a dog. I want Anthony Edwards kind of you know go get it. And, and I really want the ball. I don't see it in Lamelo because he's kind of been like you know not pampered, but you know he's had the e- not an easy way up. But you know we've seen him since the beginning. He's right. Been a yeah. So it, it's tough for me uh, to really peg him. However, I do think the talent alone is going to get him in the top four. I don't think he'll slip past the Bulls, so I'm going with LaMelo here. All right. And uh, I know he's worked out with him, I think, or he's been in talks with him. And it'd be interesting. It's an interesting fit in Chicago. It really is. He baffles me. And and making this list of, of all the way through 14, I'm like, I could talk myself out of him for every team. I, and it's yeah. just... I don't know. I, I I don't know what it is about these balls. I, I, they don't really they don't really do it for me. And don't take that out of context. But it it's yeah. Lonzo. I, I'd rather have Lonzo personally. And maybe that I don't know if that's a hot take going into this draft. But Lamelo can he can make a shot. He can he can take a shot. He can take a lot of shots. Uh, like you said, defensively he's going to be a liability. And honestly, I don't put too much stock into into. Uh, pre-draft interviews, but I I don't I like to watch them though, just to kind of get an idea of like their basketball IQ or like at least a, how they how they communicate. Yeah, you don't get it with this guy. You don't get don't it. Like and it. and and do you want to give the keys over to a guy who like you you want a leader, you want a floor general, you want a communicator, and I just don't know that it's there with him. I don't I, I don't know how anybody could take him seriously on a basketball court. Uh, to me personally, I don't know. Hundred percent, and in the way you said about the interviews is exactly what I think. You hear guys like Edwards. Uh, I've heard Anyeka talk. I've heard a lot of these guys. They sound like they really study tape. They know what they're doing. Lamelo's, and I don't know if this is because he has this TV show that I've actually yeah. watched a little bit in the past. I don't know if it's just that we had this judgment on him because of that. But I still hear that fifteen-year-old kid that yeah. just really just looks like he's going through the motions, doesn't want to be there, just wants to get through the answer and go play some Xbox. And I, and I know <laughs> that could be unfair. That really could be unfair. Yes, but it also could but be I the truth. That. I don't know. It, it could be. Yeah. yeah, it could be. Like, you know, he he's, he's starting his own clothing brand. He just started that. Mm. I mean, good timing. So I'm not saying he won't be motivated. Uh, it's just tough for me. I don't think the Bulls are going to pass on him, so I'm going to go. Bull, I'm going to go with him here. Uh, the only other thing I'll say, you mentioned the Lonzo thing. I don't think Lonzo goes top four in this draft, so yeah. I don't think it's a hot take. You, you did. It is. I'm here for the hot takes, but I, I'm just saying personally, if I like on my team, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have Lonzo personally. I don't know. He tries on he does. Yeah, and he, you know, tried to work with that shot. So yeah, I think the Bulls will go ball there though. For okay. Sure. All right. Uh, and just to clarify, uh, you guys just Google search it. Pre-draft interview, Lamelo Ball. I watched it. I watched it earlier today, and I was like, listen. They're asking him, you know, who do you who do you compare yourself to in the NBA? If you had not, not compare yourself, but like if you had to kind of pick like the mold, 
And he's like, I'm I'm the only me. I'm a one of one. You know what I mean? Which is fine. That's an that's an answer you want like a superstar saying, fine. But another one was like, they're asking him, okay, I see you, you're in the gym right now. You're working out on your game. Is there and, and there's a lot of point guards in this draft. What differentiates you from those other point guards? And he's like, Well, you know, I, I just I think just the way I am. And I was like, what does that even mean? It was the most vague answer. And then he's like, then somebody followed up and was like, no, I mean, like, on the court, on the court. Well, just, the, you know, things I can do. I'm like, yeah. I, I couldn't, I just couldn't. The, the most vague answers I've ever heard in my entire life. It just, maybe I'm I'm holding too much personal. I'm, I might be a little too personal with this. I don't know why, but I just, it, it rubs me the wrong way to have a point guard who, it, he's good. He's an excellent passer. I, his highlights are insane. I yeah, just don't. Yeah, and- it's scary. Yeah. And the only other thing I'll say to end it with the LeBall thing is right. it could be the perfect storm of a disaster. Uh, his dad's been pretty quiet. He has. I just, yeah, quiet. he's been tame for a while. I haven't he's heard much from him. A little bit. His dad's been a little quiet, but this has been 2020 where we haven't been able to see. He never went to college. We haven't been able to see him in workouts that much, uh, uh, you know, with everything going on. It, so it could just all combine for a 2020 disaster for whoever picks him. Right. But hey. Uh, analysts that know a lot more than me really do like him at ESPN mostly I've right. heard so yeah. it, it's possible it, it could go either way really I'm leaning towards no if I'm if I'm a GM right but so, I him, so. <laughs> yeah Bulls Bulls got him now now that's all right yeah. okay so at five the Cleveland Cavaliers uh just perennial you know lottery winners at this point they're just top five they're just living there uh they have the one of the weirdest situations uh Drummond just opted in obviously for his massive contract uh, Kevin Love is there, and apparently there's no trade market for him, obviously, because he just they just re-signed him for a ridiculous amount of money for some reason. Uh, I I wanted to give them a big man, but really after Okongwu and, and Wiseman, there, there probably won't be a big man for a considerable amount of time. No. I, I went back and forth between two, and uh, I have here, I, I'm looking at it right now, and I might not even pick it. I think I'm just going to pick, I'll pick uh, Denny. I'm going to pick Denny uh, Avie. Is that what you say his name? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's he's a mystery. He's got a lot of potential. Not really mystery. Obviously, there's a lot of, there's film on him if you watch him and pay attention. And I just think he's probably the tallest one left out of everybody. I'm not, I don't think I'm saying that he's going to be a big man, but I don't know. It, it, they need something different than what you're going to get from, from whatever, whatever's left of Drummond. And obviously... Tristan Thompson, I think he's out on the way out. He's not even there anymore. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about this like he's a big man. That's really not what it is. He's a wing. But I just think there's a lot of potential there. And I think the Cavaliers at this point, they have so many guards uh, with with Sexton. And uh, who, who's the other guy there? I don't even... Garland. Yeah, Garland. Which I do like Garland, but I don't know why I keep forgetting people's names. But I haven't really watched a lot of Cavaliers basketball in the last uh, couple not of years. Either. I don't think many have. Yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like from what I'm seeing from this Denny guy, I just feel like he's going to be the the swing for the fences. Hopefully he comes over and and you want something more than what, I don't know. It's tough in this and draft to say you want something more than what you're seeing, but he's somebody that I think could come in and, and, and do something different than what they have. They don't really have a lot. Yeah. No, he's a good, he's a, he's a good playmaker. Uh, you know, and uh, he may might want to throw up Luca a little bit of his paycheck because Luca's killing it. And yeah, and now everybody wants the next Luca. Uh, I, he is very heavily favored to go to the Bulls. So uh, the way this mock's working out, obviously, uh, they go ball. So that's a good pick. I think he would be the Cavs. The Bulls and the Cavs are the two teams that I've heard 
and you should do my research uh, that really like him the most. Uh, he, he's a good playmaker. Shooting needs a little bit of work, but um, I actually think if he's there on the board, the Cavs will definitely pick him. Right, sure. and their guards. I mean, like they're they're obviously point guards, but I feel like they're they're more of a score, more scoring guards personally. Yeah. I, I so I feel yeah. like having somebody that can kind of get let them play off ball and get some shots up. I think that's going to be that'll be a pretty good situation for them. So yeah, and, and like you said, they got the guards. Maybe they could. Their big men are old, but there's no big man worth taking right here. Right, so. for sure. You're not going to reach for a big man just because you got. I, I would look at Obi. I would look at Obi a little bit. I would look at, I mean, he's from Dayton. You know, he's got that connection. Yeah. I would look at Obi here, but I, I do think they'd go Denny before him. I really do. Right. Awesome. All right. So All right, you so. Atlanta Hawks up next, which that's, that's a pick that's been in talks for about everything, I think. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I hope that they trade to my Celtics. I really do. I hope that Onyeka falls. I hope we trade all three of them and we get that pick, but they're looking for a win now asset, which we really can't add. So uh, I'm hoping something like that happens. I, you know, we're not making trades in this mock draft, but I'm really right. That. Yeah. They're a tough pick. They're a tough pick too, because they got Trey young. Uh, he's, you know, could play both the guard positions. They got Collins who could be out at some point. They just got Capella uh, wing depth. I don't like Okora as much as most people do just because he doesn't have that shot. So I don't think he helps them as much as let's say they keep the pick. They don't get that asset they're looking for. Uh, I'm going to go Tyrese Halliburton only because um, no, he wouldn't be, you know, a starter from them right away, but he can take a little bit of pressure off Trey young. He's a really do it all guard, big guard, good shot, good defense, good length, everything you really want in a point guard. Uh, he could be a six man off the bench. He could, you know, let Trey play the two a little bit, run, run off some screens. Uh, he's a, a good riser in this draft as well. Uh, I, I, just to mention a few other people, you know, Okora, don't be surprised, Devin, Vess, uh, Devin Vassell. Yeah. Uh, I could see that. But I really like Tyrese Halliburton. I really like him here. Uh, I think he'd be a good, you know, contributor right away if that's what they're looking for. And like I said, let Trey, you know, play off ball a little bit and hit some threes in the corner. Yeah, I agree with that there. It, Halliburton, I do like Halliburton too. And like, I, I think he's probably of a lot of these players, especially the ones remaining, the one that can step in and at least contribute to, to success. You know what I mean? If, if they're trying to win, he's he can step right in and, and, and play a, a very good role for them. It, it's weird though. Like, okay, I don't know really who who else. Like you said, if they're trying to win right now, they're trying to find a different asset and they're not trading it. That's, that's I think, is the best pick. Yeah. If... Let's just throw a hypothetical out while we're on this. If the Celtics traded up and this is what was remaining, I don't know that they would trade up if this was what was remaining. I don't know if they would. Um, I'm in my own camp in a few ways when it comes to this. If, say, Onyek is off there. Right. I think they should get a point guard of the future right now. Okay. I think this is a decently deep guard draft. And guys like Halliburton, Killian Hayes, uh, later in the draft, uh, RJ Hampton, Kara Lewis, uh, Cole Anthony. I like those guys. I think not only – one thing we missed, the Celtics, yeah. they needed scoring off the bench. They needed a ball hander off the bench. I'm sorry, Brad Wanamaker just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. So I would not be upset at all if they took that six pick and Onyeka was gone and they did draft a Halliburton, a Killian Hayes. So I might be alone in this, but start grooming that guy. Kemba – Man, I love Kemba. Trust yeah. me, Kemba is Kemba's my guy. Don't get me wrong. I love Kemba and what he brings, but his knees are in question. So get a guy that can help you right away. Halliburton would be a great pick for the Celtics. So I might be alone in this, but no, I'd still trade up if I'm the Celtics. Okay, all right. No, I don't. I don't hate it. Listen, I, I, I think it makes sense. I, I just don't. 
it especially makes sense for them to consolidate those assets. I don't think that they should be making three first round picks. Exactly. So yeah, if they can do that and get a, a player that's actually going to matter, not that they they can't find that later, but it's going to be a crapshoot, and you don't want to just sit more rookies on your bench. They got so many from last season. They don't need any more. Uh, Danny's assets are just youngsters sitting on the bench. Yeah, always has the assets. <laughs> yeah, so no, I good. Halliburton's a great pick, I think, for the Hawks there if they decide to make that pick. So transitioning over to the Pistons, which are another very interesting squad. I don't understand what they're doing with Blake Griffin. Uh, they they you know they have Derrick Rose. I just don't know. Are they trying to make the playoffs? Like, are are they? They need to blow this baby up, right? They're in the NBA purgatory. Is that what we call it? Yeah, it's like, awful. Right? It's it's like it's one of the worst I've ever seen. Like, if you look at their roster and what they have going in, like Seku Dumboya, I, I think has a lot of potential. Uh, I I hope he gets more minutes going in the next season. Blake Griffin, the poor guy, I feel so bad. He I feel like on a contender, he would be a, he would be a great asset. I, his money is is going to be difficult to try to swallow, but. I, I feel like there's got to be a contender out there that might want them, right? I don't know. Their team is, yeah, I, is say so. I don't know. Their team is very odd. But like you said about the Celtics, if they went up to the sixth pick, they, you know, start to groom a guard. When your guard right now is Derrick Rose, uh, I think it's time for you to, to dive in. And like you said, I, I'm high on Killian Hayes. I think Killian Hayes right here for the Pistons makes a lot of sense. And I think that's what, if I were the Pistons, I'd, I'd go in on Killian, Hay- Killian Hayes right now. And if you're going to keep Blake Griffin, be a fun little playmaker for him to just kind of chuck some lobs up to if he still has some oomph in those legs i'm not sure he does but we'll see i like that pick that's that was who i was going with the knicks so you stole that right oh, cool. good luck that. finding out what the knicks are gonna do <laughs> yeah now i'm you know i'm gonna make a knicks pick actually now now that killian hayes is gone i'm definitely gonna make a knicks pick uh just to touch on that yeah um heard some things that uh, Patrick Williams, you know, he's got a promise with the pistons i don't know if necessarily believe that i like him too though like he i like him a lot too but, yeah, um, I like him, but you know, I always, I'm always worried about drafting guys that you know I didn't see a lot in college. I mean, a lot of these guys we didn't see anyways. But he was a six man, so he he makes me think of you know Marvin Williams in North Carolina and things like you know when you draft them high and they're good, but they don't always work out. I like to see more of that. Uh, he didn't even start on his college team. That doesn't right. mean anything, but you know, it always gets to me a little bit. But uh, I like Killian Hayes. I like that pick a lot. Uh, one more thing about the trading. Why wouldn't the, why weren't we hearing more of Pistons and Celtics talking? Like if let's say the Pistons are going to blow it up, wouldn't they want three first round picks? Yeah. This pick so unpredictable. I haven't, them? I have, yeah, it's exactly right. And it makes a lot of sense. I have not heard anything from the Pistons. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Like yeah. I, it's very strange what what's going on over there, but I, I and it's it's confusing. Like I I hope they're not trying to make a run at the playoffs again. I they need to kill this. Like it needs to stop. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, yeah, I think Killian need- Hayes is a good way to kind of transition into the youth movement uh, for the Pistons. Yeah, for sure. So you know what? You know what? I'm not going to make a Knicks pick. Uh, I'm going to make a pick that I like more. I was going to go Isaac Okora. Uh, I, I shouldn't be so hard on him because, you know, everybody's saying he is the next Andre Iguodala. I, I just don't see the shot. And uh, being a Celtics fan, we always target guys without a jump shot, even though they use some. Oh, God. Yeah, that's frustrating. I, yeah, I like to stay away from those guys. Uh, so I'm going to go Obi Toppin. I forgot he was on the board. Right. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I totally forgot he was on the board. On the board, And I really like him, uh, especially next to Mitchell Robinson at the four. People underrate this guy just because of his age. And don't don't be an ageist if you're in the NBA draft. Just go by the skills. Say we would have had the tournament. Guys like him, Patrick Williams, you know, Devin Vassell, they, they would have probably rose because they would have – I think Florida State was amazing. Yeah. Dayton, Dayton the best team. 
or they were Dayton's they always were, there, but yeah, they were really good. Yeah, they, they were, were good. really good. Yeah, yeah. So I think Obi would have rose, especially. I mean, he obviously it could go either way. You could have had a terrible tournament, and then it could have gone the complete other way. But I really like him. I like that he is a highlight reel. I like that he's built for the NBA. I like that he can shoot the ball. He's your prototypical. He's your perfect four. Your perfect power four in my eyes. So um, I can see the Knicks going Isaac Okora here. I can see them going Patrick Williams, which I don't hate as much as Isaac Okora. But I'm going Obi Toppin, and I like that pick for them to be honest. Yeah, no, I do too. I, I think that I think that's actually really good for them, and and I feel bad because I, I feel like I'm personally attacked by you because I am a little bit of an ageist, uh, especially when it comes to the NBA draft and and lottery picks in general. I yeah. want I want lottery, like I want a lottery ticket, and I want somebody who, and he's still got potential. Like he still has more to his game than I think he can show. But I, I it's. Mm-hmm. It's tough to see that number where he's like almost 23 and you're like, man, that's tough to swallow. But for the Knicks, I mean, I I got a question. RJ Barrett, what do you, how are you feeling about RJ Barrett? Is he, is he going to be something? There's been a lot of debate with him. Like where would he go in this draft, for example? Right. Uh, He'd probably go pretty high. I think he'd go probably top three. So um, it's always tough because you don't know if he's being, nicked is that a word yeah no i think it is yeah is he being nicked like kind of like the 76ers would just kill their prospects for a while or you know i think i'm not it's too soon to be out on him it right really i'm not saying i'm out i'm just saying it's yeah do I, I think he's worthy of the third you know worthy of you know not being tradable or right. you know you know something like that uh, no, but uh, I still have a lot of hope for him. I really do. Okay. All right. Now, that's good. I think Toppin's a good pick for the Knicks for sure. Uh, this is another team that is is very strange. The Washington Wizards paying uh, John Wall $40 million this season, 43 next season. Like, he's going to be there a long time. Either that or that contract will. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know how they're going to get rid of that without selling their future. But... He's looking good, though. He's working out. He's looking good. I hope. Listen, I, I, I like John Wall. I hope he comes back and, and plays effectively. Yeah. I'd li- Ideally, I'd like to s- at least earn half that paycheck would be nice. Uh, but yeah. no, it, that and Bradley Beal is another asset that they're talking about trading. Like You know what I mean? They're trying to get they, – they might have to trade Bradley Beal so they can use those assets to get rid of John Wall and just be like, all right, we broke even, you know? Uh, yeah. But I don't know. This one was was tough for me. And with what's left, we were just talking about Patrick Williams. I'm not sure that they really have a, a you know like a like a wing like a like a good forward. No. I don't. That's that that's I don't know. I feel like Patrick Williams. The the videos that I've been watching and obviously all the the highlights, whatever there is of that, the hype in my head is it might be bigger than what it is actually you're gonna get with him. But I just mm-hmm. feel like he. His size and his ability is moldable into something that can be effective long term uh, in the NBA, and I feel like with the Wizards there and and with alongside Rui might be something that you can kind of do something with there. Yeah, I like that pick, and I I think you're right. They Beal's a kind of undersized too. Uh, Wall is their point guard if they want, and I, and from all signs they kind of want to run it seems like they want to treat run it back or just try to win they, i mean with that with them. those contracts you might you kind of have, have to <laughs> yeah they have to so i like that pick that uh either them or either him or Okora, i think be both good fits obviously if, if, if yekka's on the board there i can see them going in Yekka oh, yeah. as most mock drafts but no i like the patrick williams pick and i think uh he'd be a good fit there awesome well that's good to, I, I needed that validation thank you that's good <laughs> yeah because it's getting weird i mean towards the end here it's like not weird, but I mean, these are still these are still really good players with a lot of potential that we're not even sure. Like, 
if we got, like you said, if we got a tournament, these players could have risen up the board and, and probably pass who we're thinking is should be at the top. So yeah, who knows at this point? Uh, I'm excited to actually see how where these people go and, and where these players how they pan out in, in a rotation on some of these teams. So uh this next this next pick though by you is gonna be pretty interesting. Yeah, uh we got 10, we got the Suns. Um Okora, I think will get another look here uh, because Chris Paul's there. They're looking to win now. Yeah. They're looking to make Booker happy. They got Aiton. Uh, but I'm going Devin Vassell. I think that's their guy right now. Uh, three and D, great shooter as compared to Okora. Really can, you know, put the ball in the hoop as well as he can defend. Uh, I think since the Chris Paul trade before them, before the Chris Paul trade, I think they were looking at guards, uh, Kira Lewis, guys like that, maybe Killian Hayes if he dropped. But I think uh, Vassell is uh, a great pick here uh, just because he can contribute on both sides of the ball. And, you know, uh, he's going to be there in my mock draft here coming up. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually really thinking they're going to go with this pick. Okora is going to get some looks, Williams if he drops, but I think Vassell's the guy. All right. Now, I like that pick, too. I think that that's obviously right in the wheelhouse of where they're going to want some sort of production and, and somebody to hopefully show up and, and be fill a hole for them, because that, that is kind of a kind of a mess there for them. But obviously they're trying to win with CP3 and Devin Booker. And, I, and I'm so I'm still super high on eight. And obviously, I don't think a lot of people really watched him play other than the, the bubble, the, the eight game win streak that they had there. Yeah, uh, I, I really like that team a lot. Uh, and I'm excited to watch them. That's like, uh, that's going to be a team I want to keep an eye on for, is going into the next season. If they, I don't know that they're going to get a lot of nationally televised games, but <laughs> if they are on TV, I'll be down to watch them. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. For sure. Yeah. No, I think they're, I think they're definitely going to get a lot of like, cause since they're one of, they were one of the hottest teams coming out of the bubble. So I, I don't see why not keep that streak going. Awesome. Uh, okay. So at 11, we have San Antonio. Uh, I'll be honest. You picked my guy. I, I was going to, I was going to uh, pin Devin, Devin Vassell to uh, the Spurs there, but I, I just feel like they love their three and D guys. Uh, and I, I don't know why, maybe it's just the, the Kawhi Leonard theory. Mm-hmm. I just, there's a yeah, hole maybe. where Ka- the gaping hole where Kawhi Leonard left and and they're still trying to fill it. So that being said, I think I'm going to slide Isaac Okoro into this spot uh, okay. for the Spurs. And like you said, I mean, I'm not offensively. You you're hoping that there's something he can maybe get a jump shot, which I feel like, like you said, the Celtics draft players who don't have jump shots, maybe they can progress into something. But his defense is is I don't want to say elite, but it is like it's up there. It's going to be awesome for them. If they can have him come around, and he doesn't have to be a, a focus point on offense, but if he can come out and do basically what Kawhi Leonard did in his rookie, well, not his rookie, yeah, it was his rookie season, yeah, for the for the Spurs when he came right in, I think that's something that the Spurs are lacking and I would like to see again. So I think a Coro to the Spurs. Yeah, no, I uh, like that pick too. I think it might be a little bit of the Kawhi effect, but uh, similar type of player, right? A defender, and then. I, it's just hopefully they don't expect too much of him because hopefully they don't expect somebody who's going to defend at the one end and then somehow, you know, turn into hitting every shot on the other end like Kawhi did or does yeah. now in his career. But no, I think that's a good pick for them and that that's a very Spursy pick for sure. Uh, Kings, that Kings at a twelve. This is probably one of the toughest picks I have in this draft. Um, I go going back and forth on a few guys because some some have them going to guard and. I don't. I just don't see why with the Aaron Fox. Obviously, Darren can play the one or the two a little yeah. bit, and vice versa. Have a guard play the same, but I just don't see it. So, I'm gonna go Sadiq Bay here. I think it's just a safer pick um, for them, and 
you know, I was seeing, I was reading, I'm reading right now, just making sure no one drops. So I don't forget. Right, so right, right. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a terrible GM move. Like I almost did with Obi Toppin. So uh, yeah, I'm going Sadiq Bay. Uh, good for big, si- good size. Uh, another three and D type, the into three and D type player. Sounds like they're probably going to make some moves, the Kings. Uh, and I think they're, they don't really have any glaring needs, uh, but I think wing is kind of going to be their, their main focus. So I'm going Sadiq Bay from Villanova. All right, now I'm a fan of that. That's that makes sense, obviously, with them. They're they're always a team that's hard to peg to me because I they just do so many weird things. I don't know. I, I think they've kind of come under control a little more lately in recent years. But I, every time the Kings are up, I'm like, this is literally a coin flip, and I, it's going to be like a like an eight sided coin, which isn't even possible. But you know what I mean? It's like they could do anything. They're like they're crazy. Well, because uh, it, it'll depend who drops. It'll depend who's there. And yeah. if somebody's just sliding and that's this late in the draft, it, that's what it depends on. And these are the spots, like, like we're we're obviously trying to predict what, what's going to happen and based off of how this board is going, but uh, there's always going to be some some weird, shocking pick that's like, we're not even, there's players we're not even thinking about that are, especially in this range, once you get past, like, 10, you're going to see some, like, very strange, not maybe not strange, but, like, unexpected players right. that you that maybe because we don't know how everything's going the, the way that these with with the covid obviously there's not a lot of like in-house uh, workouts you know you only have a limited amount of those but it's just people probably value teams are valuing these players differently than what we can see because we're not seeing everything um but that's going to be that's going to be interesting that being said new orleans pelicans uh just shipped out drew holiday for an insane package uh, on paper, and I, it makes sense, obviously, for the Bucks to to just go all in, and you're hoping that you're getting a guarantee that that long term you're going to get Giannis to stick around, and then if, if that's the case, the the picks that they gave up shouldn't matter. But with Drew Holiday on a one year deal, or with one year left on his deal, and Giannis able to walk, that's a scary situation. But so we're talking about the Pelicans. I just went on a rant about the Bucks. That's a, that's a weird situation, but it's, it's it's all relevant. Yeah, no, it is. I listen. Drew Holiday is. I, I really liked him, and, and obviously he was in trade talks for the Celtics for the last week or two. Um, there were a lot of scenarios that had a lot of good players going to the Celtics, including Drew Holiday and among others, Miles Turner and all this other thing. Uh, a lot of talk, not a lot of action, but I don't think anybody was going to overpay or outbid whatever the Bucks just did, and it, it, so. Obviously, there's a hole now. I'm going to pick a guard for the Pelicans, even though I think there was a log jam there whenever they just picked Nikhil Alexander-Walker last year and they have Lonzo Ball in there. Now there was kind of a log jam with Drew Holiday, so you're kind of wanting to give the reins over, hoping that Lonzo can step in and be a playmaker in the starting lineup. I'm going to pick a, a different guard. And I've only seen a little bit on him, and, and I've kind of fallen in love with him throughout the process of, of watching these videos and, and, and kind of learning about these uh, prospects. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tyrese Maxey, and I don't know if that's like a long shot or not. And at this point in the draft, but you have playmaking really, I think, in in Lonzo and and I, I haven't really seen a whole lot of Nikhil Alexander Walker, but I, I enough there to, to kind of take a swing on Maxey to kind of get that offensive presence. I think there's enough defensive presence for Maxey to kind of make him a good. Yeah, he's not really a three and D guard. But I feel like he's got enough offensive potential to kind of come in and be a spark plug. And they're going to need that because Reddick's not getting any younger, I think. So, I don't know. I kind of like Maxi here. And it really, at this point, it could go either way. No, I like that pick. And I have a theory. And I have a motto. Um, when in doubt, draft Kentucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and that usually works out. Uh, I was a big Mer- Jamal Murray fan. 
huge Tyler Hero fan, still am really upset he went to pick four for the Celtics. So right. I, I bring it up all the time, and I'm never going to stop. So, um, yeah, when in doubt, draft Kentucky. And I think Maxi could be one of the guys that rises along with like guys like Kira Lewis. Uh, so I, I like that pick. And I think uh, they always – they produce good NBA players. Uh, and, um, yeah. I think that's a great pick. Yeah, I just think from what I saw, and maybe I maybe I did fall in love with him a little more than I should have, but I just think he's he. I don't know. He just looks like he has something that some of the other other remaining guards just were not lacking. But I just feel like he could get to a level that they can't. There's a, there's more potential the in move. him. Yeah, put the ball. In that's yeah. that's that's yeah that's basketball that's 101 <laughs> yeah that's the name of the game you can put the ball in the hoop and whether it, especially this late even if he isn't like you know a top five you know end up being like a top five worthy right uh, still at this at this late in the draft putting the ball in the hoop being a six man even would be not what they're hoping for but would still be a decent benefit from draft, drafting him there so i like that pick all right so we're, we're we got one more huh yeah it's one more it's your celtics man so yeah, uh, obviously I want them to trade, you know, and and I really don't know how they're going to draft all three. But knowing the Celtics, that's probably what's going to happen somehow, mm, one sad. way or the other. Yeah, always so much trade talk, and then nothing happens. Sometimes for the better when you don't trade for a guy like Frank Kaminsky. Kaminsky, mm, yeah, we almost did one year. Justice Winslow, we almost did one year. Ugh. Yeah, so it got that, ugly. There's a lot of talk. A lot of talk. I'm glad. Yeah, like you said, there's glad it's not all action, but you would like to see something. Every once in a while. I would like to see something. I do not want us to trade for that six pick. And I can't believe I keep saying this, but if we trade for the six pick and we draft Isaac Okora, I'm going to be oh, very, very upset. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm going to, you know, Okora is probably going to be an all-star with as much as I'm saying. So yeah. I'll get off that uh, terrible bandwagon. So I got a few players here. Uh, if I have to make the pick, I'm going to go. There's, it's like 50-50 for me on two players, and I'll and I'll explain both of them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go RJ Hampton because uh, I like his size, good combo guard, uh, can play the one or the two. It's a little unpredictable with him because of how he played overseas. Uh, he was a little bit – he was more of a top prospect before he left. Didn't get many minutes, similar to LaMelo Ball when he went over there. Uh, you know, he got he got benchmen at some games. And so he's a little bit unpredictable. But I just like that, you know, a lot of people can compare him to a little bit of a Jamal Murray. I don't see the shot that Murray has. But uh, that's the type of player I want for the Celtics. So that's why I'm going to go R.J. Hampton. The other guy I'm going to look at, and it could be my North Carolina bias. I was born – I mean, mm. I'm New England raised, but I was born in North Carolina, Fayetteville. I, I – I like Cole Anthony a lot and I think he's gotten a bad rep because he was injured all year because North Carolina was terrible. But before the season, he really was one of the top, he was top five, top three pick potential. Um, And he has, you know, he has a basketball family and when in doubt, I like to go towards that. His dad was in the NBA, you know, he knows what it takes. I think he has a good head on his shoulders. So I'd be happy with Cole Anthony. He's been dropping. I don't know if they'll look at him here. I'm going RJ Hampton, but either of those guys I'd be happy with, with a third being Kara Lewis Jr. Okay. Yeah. So Cole Cole Anthony is is a is this I don't know. Every time I see a mock draft, he is the most unpredictable player. He'll be he'll be up as high as, you know, in in the lottery, all the way down mm-hmm. to like we're talking like 28, 29. Like he Yeah. I mean, I, he should get picked in the first round. I agree. I think he's really good. Uh and he 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 is getting a bad rap. It just the, he's so unpredictable in these mock drafts, though. It's fascinating to see how the you know uh, the insiders in there are trying to figure out where to peg him and he's really all over the place and he could go anywhere and and make an impact and you'd hope he's just not he's a player there were a lot of late ones in the draft last year where like the Celtics I thought for sure we're going to go with like Brandon Clark would have been an effective 
player, I yeah. thought, would have been a good pick. Uh, we didn't wind up didn't wind up getting him, but I feel like Cole Anthony could be that type of player where he's there, and you're going to be mad your team passed up because he's he was if anybody could have got him. And I think he's going to be a player that's that's I I don't know that he'll go that far, but if he gets into like the mid twenties, I think a lot of people are going to be kicking themselves on Cole Anthony. Yeah, someone might even trade up to get him, or you know, at that point, uh, he could go. To, he could go to the Knicks. That could be a Knicks pick, and then I wouldn't even make fun of him because you know I, I could see it. I could see a decent fit. I mean, his dad played there, right? So uh, I, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. But I mean, if we're going for a Knicks pick type deal, yeah. Uh, sure. The problem with him is he doesn't. He's not amazing at anything. He's he's not super athletic. He's six three, uh, but. Like I said, got the good head on his shoulders, got that NBA, got the NBA genes, and I, I like that. And I and I so uh, he's my side pick for the Celtics. All right, yeah, yeah. We should, yeah, imagine if we did side picks for everybody, we'd be here all night. But it, yeah. I, how do you feeling about Precious uh, Achua? Is that how you say his name? I, I was, I'm, I'm yeah, gonna keep doing um, that for for the Celtics specifically. Like, I mean, where does he compare to uh, Okongwu? I think he's. No, I won't say a poor man's Okonwu. Uh, That's kind of what it feels like. I'm glad you said it, but (laughs) in the draft on the board. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to like say it without saying it. Uh, You know, he's got he's got the body. He's got the he's got he's versatile uh, on defense for sure. Um, And he would be a guy to look at. I just don't know if they're going to address the big man with the 14 pick. uh, or they're going to kind of go with a scorer off the bench. I just don't think there's a lot of good. Well, there's uh, what Jalen Smith, I think is one. Um, is that his name? Jaylen yeah. Jalen Smith. Yeah. He's, he's oh, also been could. floated around where, uh, in a, a bunch of different spots as well. And apparently he's a big with, with the, he can block shots and, and take three pointers. I'm not, hopefully that translates. I mean, Brad Stevens has always been pretty good about getting a, a, a shot out of a big man. Um, yeah. So yeah, what? But does Precious do anything better than Robert Williams for you uh, at this? Probably point? not. And, um, and I, I'm still not out on Time Lord yet. So uh, no, I, I think he's got a lot of potential. Every time I watch him play, he's a lot of fun to watch. He's explosive. I just he just doesn't yeah. play enough, and, and and he'll get himself into trouble with fouls. But he likes to bite on a lot of a lot of pump fakes, which is a very easy exactly. easy to like do against him. But yeah. You know, he's, uh, he's always up for the lob. So I'm not out on him yet, and I think that'd be a similar pick there. So uh, I would not be surprised, don't get me wrong, but uh, I'm still in on him for now, especially what he can bring. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, Gordon Hayward, uh, He's I think he's going to opt in. I don't know if you heard today, they gave him an extension. Yeah, they gave him more it. time. I'm like, listen, I wanted that decision made now. What's the reason, though? <laughs> uh, I'd like to know the reason for that. I think, for real, like, if he was going to opt out, and and just go sign somewhere that would have been done already, right? Like, like yeah. why would he be working with the Celtics to try to figure out? You know, I don't know. Yeah, there's yeah. something more going on here, and and obviously, hopefully, good things for the Celtics. I mean, but is he? Is there still a chance he just signs and that's it? You know what I mean? Like, is he just signing? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. He's. I think chance are he opts in, and you know, there's no guarantee of a trade. But uh, I'm okay with the Miles Turner deal. Uh, and that's where I think we might the 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 direction we might be going in. But I think chances are, yeah, he opts in and then nothing happens. But uh, we'll see. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money to just kind of be like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna take my chances. That's a lot of money to kind of walk away from. And we've seen obviously in the NBA with a lot of these players with big contracts. Granted, I think Gordon Hayward's probably the one of the better ones. He still can provide something to a team, and I I do think he's good. It's just he's had a lot of unfortunate injuries that have just kind of made his time in Boston. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's gross. I don't want to hate on him. I love the guy. I just yeah, it's I tough. So it's so tough to excited. like it's a weird spot where you're like, well, I guess if he goes and we can get somebody whose ankles is gonna stay fine, you know, or like his yeah. knee is gonna be good, but yeah. yeah. It was it's just tough. a it was just a bad combination for him. He he not only was coming back from injury, but you had the Tatum you had Tatum and the the Jalen, Jalen and Jason just just doing so well so yeah. they ate up minutes and then it was just uh, i think it's a little bit of a mental thing but uh that'll be interesting and i don't know why they give him the extension but i guess that's a good sign that they're working together so yeah no it's good it's got to be good for the celtics I, I think at the end of the day if he walks at this point not that anybody should hate the guy but it's going to be tough if he walks like like obviously back-to-back years where horford just left for nothing and then if hayward just leaves and you got nothing uh it's it's going to be tough for sure. But uh, this has been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate you uh, you jumping on here. It, obviously, uh, Tyler James, at Tyler James NBA. Uh, is that across the board? We're talking Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. You know, wherever. You Snapchat. Just no. <laughs> I just, I, I'm getting in with the young kids, and I hey. just started TikTok. So. All right. That's not I'm not bad. Gonna be dancing or anything, but I'll be on there. Now, you're not gonna you're gonna do any like just like recreations of NBA players, you know, dancing or anything. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> as that gets the views, so we'll see. But uh, we'll see. All right. Oh, that's awesome. All right. If anybody got a TikTok, follow them over there uh, at Tyler James NBA. Man, I appreciate you hanging out. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we're obviously gonna see very soon how how well we did, and uh, we we hope. Oh, I mean, listen. If we, we go if do. we go 14 for 14, listen. I don't know. We we're gonna have to like send this off to the presses. Somebody better recall Yeah, that's us. what I'm saying. What's going on here? Yeah, front office. Uh, there's a team out there that I think could use our, our I don't know, our expertise. Knicks. <laughs> yeah, the Knicks, for sure. Uh, actually, I'll just take the owner's job, if that's fine. They want to sell the team to me. I'll, I'll, I got a, you know, a few bucks left. They'd probably be happy, which would be sad. They could just, they could give the team to literally anybody, and Knicks fans would be like, yes, that homeless guy on Fourth Street, he's got the yeah. team. Uh, That's a bright future. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But all right, no more crapping on the Knicks. We'll see how they can pull themselves together. Uh, They are always interesting to watch in the offseason. And again, I I feel bad for them uh, lottery-wise. They didn't really – I mean, granted, they weren't really high. They they had a chance, but they never win the lottery. It's so bad. I I mean, just just, I mean, not even to, you know, keep – crapping on the Knicks, but I really would have liked to see them get the number two pick and Moran go there. I think that would have been amazing. Yeah. I, he would have changed that franchise around, and that's just how bad luck they had, but he would have been amazing with New York. And yeah, yeah. Luckily, had- luckily, he's not there, so the NBA can enjoy him for an uh, extended amount of time, yeah. so that's Let's good. <laughs> Alright, so a lot to, a lot to I guess, left to be seen uh, with the NBA draft, but I appreciate hanging out. This has been the 2020 NBA mock draft, and we will revisit this to, to be sure and see how well we did. But I guarantee you, by the time the start of the draft, there, there'll be like six different teams in different spots in the in just the lottery alone. So it's going to be weird. Oh. Yeah. All right, man. I appreciate you hanging out. We'll catch you later. All right. Thanks for having me. All right, see you, man.